Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the RV Texas Y'all podcast. I'm Stacy. I'm Tom, and we're RV Texas Y'all. We are native Texans and full-time RVers who are all about exploring the great state of Texas and beyond one campground at a time. We're on a mission to experience life, not just live it, and we're bringing you along for the fun. This episode's being recorded in Elkhart, Indiana, home of Master Tech RV. We're here getting some lithium and solar tweaks. This <laughs> is episode 19. And this week, we're talking about beautiful, amazing, and historic Savannah, Georgia. So sit back, relax, and join us as we RV America, y'all. Last week, we talked about bucket lists, and we mentioned that sometimes places can become a part of your bucket list after you visit them. Well, we recently spent a week visiting Savannah, Georgia, and we went there on the way down to Fort Wilderness at Walt Disney World because several folks had told us that they enjoyed Savannah, and they told us it was a must-visit destination, especially as RVers, but really for anyone. But what we found in Savannah was so much more than we expected. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, that's an understatement. Like we said, this one turned into a bucket list that we didn't even know was a bucket list. I'm telling you, if you have never visited Savannah, Georgia, you need to put it on your list to visit. And there are so many reasons why. Well, I mean, first of all, start with the history. Oh, but yeah, there are a lot of historical places that you could visit, but as an overall city and community and surrounding area, the preservation of historical sites that exist in Savannah is really mind-boggling. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is one of only a few places I've been to in my life that they obviously embraced the history there. I mean, they did. They did. We heard the story of a, a few women that stepped up and said, enough's enough. We can't tear down these places anymore. And just like so many cities, you know, there was a time in Savannah's history where progress was taking over. And the older buildings from the 1700s uh, were being demolished and replaced. And even some of the town squares and Savannah is built around a system of beautiful squares all around town and just beautiful park areas and just amazing and and those things were making way for progress at one point in savannah's history until a group of local women stepped up and said enough's enough yeah and the davenport house uh is is uh the first example of historic preservation that took place in savannah and just amazing yeah it was and like I said, how awesome it was for them to step up and do that. And 
And so when you go around, you could just feel the history as you walk around that town or or take a trolley or however you go. They have ghost tours there. Go, they have- yeah, because, I mean, the cemeteries there, you know, I mean, they're old. Everything there goes back to the beginning of America. And it it's just amazing to me. Uh, and the old forts and stuff that, that are in Savannah. Uh, I mean, just just amazing. Uh, Fort Pulaski. And- Fort Pulaski National Monument is uh, at Tybee Island, uh, yeah. basically, or near Tybee Island. Uh, old Fort Jackson is in Savannah, right oh on the edge gosh. of town, uh, right on the river. Uh, there's another fort also that's nearby that we didn't visit. We were there for a week, and we thought for sure that, you know, if you've heard us talk before, you know that for our travels, for the most part, most places we, we we try to stay a week. And we've talked before that there are some places where a week is enough, and there are other places that you visit that it is very clear very quickly that a week is not nearly enough, and Savannah is one of those places. We were busy the entire time we were there, and we just could not see it all no but i i will say we were pretty lucky when we went in we kind of did a little bit of research when we went in and luckily we found that tour pass i mean yes we well first of all let's back up for a minute because we talked last week about some of the ways that you can find items that you might want on your bucket list and one of those things we suggested was not only doing online research and watching videos and social media and things ahead of time, which we all got glimpses. We got glimpses of Savannah from all of those things. Right. Um, but then when we were entering into Georgia, we stopped at the Georgia Welcome Center. We were coming in from South Carolina. And uh, they had a ton of information, uh, things that you might want to do, trolley tours, uh, so that was really helpful, but the, the biggest thing that we found that was helpful from that was Tom found a flyer on something called Tour Pass. Yeah. And I will link uh, their website in the show notes. We are not affiliated with them. We, we don't get anything for recommending them, but we had such a phenomenal experience uh, with Tour Pass that I, I just want to make sure everybody knows about it. Yeah, it, to me, it really helped focus our or touring there because they have a great trolley ride where i mean it takes you through the entire town and and they they narrate so they give you a lot of the history of it as you're going through and there's a lot of stops you could get on and off if you want or do like we did and we took the trolley all the way through one shot to begin with so we can kind of get the lay of the land and um what a wonderful trolley that was, and we you just learned so much history. And you can do multiple days on the trolley right. if you want to. Uh, we did one day on the trolley, um, and it was early on in our trip, like you right. said, so we could kind of see where things were, get a get a sense of the city. Um, and, and what we bought through Tour Pass, before we get too much into the other things that we did, was Tour Pass is one of these uh, ticketing uh, organizations that you buy a one, a two, or a three-day pass, and they work with the trolley operators, uh, the historic homes, the museums in right. town, uh, so that you get a discounted rate, basically, for the places that you visit. You buy your tour pass, and that gets you into so many attractions, including the trolley. Right, and there are, 
depending on whether you do it one, two, or three day, is how many premium attractions, so-called what they call premium attractions, you get to do. Right. Also, there are standard attractions you can do any day of that your They're pass. basically considered free. Right. Um, you can do as many of those as you can fit into your time or However, have interest However, they, they are not free. Right. If you don't have the pass. Exactly. I mean, so for us, what was nice is I really think we did some things we probably would not have normally done. Things that we didn't even know existed. Right. And But we also would have, if we would have tried to say, oh, gosh, that costs $15 a person to get in, and how much time are we really going to spend there? And this one's $10, right. and this one's so $12. I, and- I mean, once you just paid the fee, it was just so easy. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then... To me, what was really incredible was one of our premium things. We find this uh, awesome um, uh, theater theater Mm -hmm. that is the longest-running theater in the history of America. (laughs) I mean, wow, from back in the 1800s, and it's still in operation. It's in the middle of Savannah. Yes, and they had, I mean, if they have something going on, you could get a ticket there as long as they have room, and they were playing... Um, Sister Act, the musical. Yeah, and of course, I love Sister Act, the movie, so we thought, oh, that's going to be cool, but we really thought, well, we'll go by there and see if they have any seats available, and really, with no anticipation, because we thought at the last minute, we probably wouldn't get seats, but to our surprise, they did. They had two seats available, the, so the first night of our pass, we ended up getting to go to that, and wow, was that was that awesome! It was so much fun. I would have, we would have never done that. There's no way we would have ever done that without the pass. That's true. Uh, you know, it got us into several, a lot of museums, uh, a lot of historic homes. We rode the riverboat. Yes, that's uh, the right. The Georgia Queen. Uh, and what was neat is some of those things that that the tour pass got us into. Uh, had relationships with other historic homes or museums in right. Savannah that because we had entry into this, let's say, this historic home, they were partnered with other historic homes that we then could go to those homes that right. weren't included into our past, but they then became included because we got into the first home. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was very so interesting. So it really branched out. Yeah, it did. So if you have even more days, you had more of a chance to even see other attractions without having to pay for them. Exactly. Individually. But yes, it, it was wonderful. Uh, in a nutshell, uh, Tour Pass, it's tourpass.com is right. the website. And again, and, I'll link in the show notes. Right. So it'll be easy. And they have, uh, just real quick, they have three different places they do the Tour Pass, right? Right. When we did it, um, it was, they covered Charleston and Savannah. Uh, so Charleston, South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia. Uh, now I understand that they're also in St. Augustine, Florida. And I really wish that they had been in St. Augustine when yes. we went there because I think we would have seen things in St. Augustine that we missed on this trip. For sure. And that we did St. Augustine right after Savannah. And we definitely would have done it. But, yeah, they didn't have it when we went. But maybe next time. Maybe next time. So that's that's how we found a lot of things to do in Savannah. Uh, let's talk about where we stayed, and then we'll come back to some of those fun things that we yeah. discovered. We stayed at Skidaway Island State Park, which is about 30 minutes outside of historic downtown Savannah. It is an absolutely 
beautiful Georgia State Park. Oh, absolutely. You can spend a few days just in the park itself. I mean, it was really, really cool. A lot of history there, too. A lot of history. Uh, It is built on an island, Skidaway Island. And uh, back in the day, there were uh, there was bootlegging going on. They yeah. they were they were brewing the moonshine, distilling the moonshine. I yeah, guess. Yeah, the only way you could get to the island is by boat. Right. So that's why they did the moonshine over there because they would sneak over there on boat and they would <laughs> set up their stills and oh yeah. <laughs> so now there is a bridge to get you there and. Uh, it is a beautiful state park. Uh, it's not a huge state park, but uh, there are uh, hiking and biking trails there. And uh, like I said, super convenient to Savannah. Yeah. And there are also restaurants and things that are close by to the park. Um, there were some challenges um, with that park. We'll talk more about later. Uh, but uh, there are some sites that big rigs can fit into. Oh, for sure. In fact, uh, they had... 10, what, sites 1 through 10, I believe, they have just totally redone. Right before we got there. Right before we got there, and those first 10, for sure, are full hookup, 50, 50, 30-amp sites. Beautiful sites, pull through. For sure. Um, Where we were, we saw a lot of deer uh, and wildlife. It was very quiet. Uh, You would never know that we were as close as we were to uh, major roads and things like that. we really, really enjoyed it, and the staff there was really nice. For sure. It was a great place to stay to definitely go into Savannah, Georgia. Absolutely. And so uh, you know, some of the things we did, we talked about the, um, the history of Savannah. This is a place that is a very walkable city. When you're talking about historic downtown Savannah, uh they have a, a visitor parking lot that's near the visitor center, uh, right there on the edge of downtown of the historic downtown, uh, and I think it was a dollar an hour to park there. Maybe Sundays I know were free. We're just about anywhere around town was about a dollar an hour to park. Even I in really, the parking garages. Yeah, I really felt like the parking was extremely reasonable everywhere there. And it was a very it, like I said, it was a very walkable city. So we would go in in the morning. We would figure out where we wanted to park based on maybe the first thing we wanted to do that day. Yep. And from there, at the visitor center, we were able to get maps uh, that were very easy to follow. Plus, you know, with Google these days, you can just open your Google Maps, tell it where you want to go, and, and hit walking directions. Yeah. And it will lead you turn by turn to where you want to walk. And it was funny because we saw a lot of people that were doing that. As you're walking down the streets in Savannah, you'd hear somebody else's Google directions telling them where to go. (laughs) Yeah, we did the same thing. We did. But, you know, part of that was there's so much to see, and it's really not that big. You know, if you talk about one end of historic downtown to the other, uh, but you don't want to miss anything. There's there's historic plaques and there's statues and there's neat shops and museums and restaurants and coffee houses. And just walking around, you're seeing things that that are so so much part of history. You don't even realize it. Just just like in downtown, most of the houses down there, you still enter on the second floor. Now, throughout my life, I've seen a lot of houses that enter on the second floor. 
But all this being historic, these houses all from the 1700s, pretty much. The reason why they all entered from the seventh, uh, the second floor was back in the 1700s, all the roads were dirt. Right. And as the uh, horse-drawn carriages and stuff went down the street, the dirt would churn up. So uh, they put the entrances on the second floor so they wouldn't just get dirt in right into the house. Which I makes mean, perfect sense. Perfect sense. Never knew that until we went. And you're physically looking at it and you read. There's signs all around. And, of course, they told, told it to us on the trolley, too. And to me, it's just it was one of those old wild moments. You know, it's like. Of course, that makes total sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Not to mention they're beautiful houses. Oh my God, just the architecture in Savannah. If you are really into architecture, if you're a student of architecture, this is a place you need to go. But even folks like us who don't really know anything about, well, there's not really, I mean, we don't know anything about architecture. Yeah. It was beautiful to walk and and the old trees and the oh yeah it was just absolutely beautiful savannah college of art and design scad for short you'll see them all over town they have taken a lot of these older structures and rejuvenated them and they use them for parts of the college or for dorms uh related to the college uh my uh my niece basically my cousin's uh, my cousin's daughter uh, graduated from there, and she has done very well in her career. And uh, it it was just neat to see how much the college has taken on the community of Savannah and taken it under its wing and really helped in the redevelopment and the restoration of oh, so sure. much of, his, of the history there. And you can see why it's such a, such a successful art school down oh there, gosh, too. And you yes. can see why kids want to go there because it's all around. Art's all around, and the the uh, college, it, it would be a fun place to go to school. I think so. And, again, being so walkable and so many, you know, restaurants and coffee houses and interesting little nooks and art galleries oh, and yeah. museums. We found a fantastic, because of tour pass, a fantastic military history museum. It was crazy. It, it, and it was one guy's personal collection. And uh, he has stuff from military history all the way back to the uh, Confederate. Uh, American uh, Revolution. American Revolution all the way up to current wars. Yes, um, it, it's just amazing what his collection was. And, I mean, crazy stuff from Adolf Hitler and, and even Saddam Hussein. I mean, stuff that you would never, ever think you would see. It was in his personal collection. And it, uh, it from the front, it looks very small, uh, but yeah. it's deep. Oh, it and is there is deep. a lot to see. Very interesting. So if you go by and you're on the, you have the pass and they say, hey, there's the military museum I'd say stop in. Believe me, there's something, if you like any kind of that uh, memorabilia or whatever, you're going you're gonna to enjoy that for sure. Savannah also had one of the best railroad museums we've ever seen. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, <laughs> because it wasn't just a railroad museum, you know, because normally when you see a railroad museum, it's a bunch of cars and stuff, and you go through them, and you get the history of what – 
what came through there and all that. We went to a very good railroad museum many years ago uh, here in Elkhart, Indiana. Yeah. They have a nice one right on the edge of downtown. They sure do. It is very well done. Uh, but the one here in Savannah, yes, completely unique. Yeah, they they actually build locomotives or built locomotives there. They worked on them. They did repairs and stuff. They're still doing repairs on cars and stuff there. Um, wow. I mean, it is. It's it, it was the best tour I've ever taken of a train museum. So that is definitely something you want to do. And that is right across from the visitor center uh, where we talked about the big parking lot. And actually, the visitor center is also home to the Savannah History Museum. And so that was another really interesting museum where we spent a lot more time than we expected to spend. Right, right. It, it was, yeah. Wow. One other thing I wanted to mention is, like I said, these things you're seeing, the story about carriage houses. Oh, my gosh, yes. You know, you've always heard that, but they truly were. I mean, they're all over Savannah. I mean, you have the main house. And then you have a carriage house that people are living in at their apartments and stuff now. But back in the day, that's what they were. That's where they kept their... It was like their garage. That's That was their garage. That's exactly right. And now when you hear people living in carriage houses... We never knew what a carriage house was. Right. It, it really <laughs> was a carriage house. You learn something new every day. That's for even sure. Even if you're not expecting to. That is for sure. Uh, now, we mentioned, you know, a couple of, uh, of forts. Uh, my favorite, we went, we went to Fort Pulaski National Monument, which was very interesting and definitely worth the time. Plus, we were able to get a stamp in our National Parks passport. Yes. Um, we also went to Old Fort Jackson, and that was my favorite of the two. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that the historian was very active and telling stories. And in, in, um, he was an interpretive ranger, right? And he was in the, the, uh, like a Civil War uniform, Civil War uniform. And he had a, a Civil War rifle and everything. And I mean, he told the stories, he showed you how they loaded them and would shoot them. And, and I mean, he was even funny, too, because yeah. of some of the things he said uh, about even being able to be a soldier. You had to have a minimum of, like, three teeth, and two of them had to be up a line, and, top, and bottom. A line, top, and so bottom. So that you could bite the ca- the uh, paper off your uh, uh, powder. Uh, powder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it was true. I mean, right. that was it, – it had to be. So, uh, yeah, no, he made it very, very interesting. It was still interesting, but he took it to a whole nother level. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, just, again, I think it's a must-see there. It, It became one of my favorite places that we've gone to so far on our journey, um, other than national parks, which are always incredible, but, uh, for a historic town in the United States, it's hard to beat that one. I mean, that is incredible. It really is. And then you've got uh, Tybee Island, you know, which is close by. We yep. Since we were there for a week, we also took some time and went over to Tybee Island where you can go up in a lighthouse. The Tybee right. Island Lighthouse is there. Now, I am not a fan of heights, uh, but we actually did three lighthouse tours 
around this same time. We went to one in St. Joseph, Michigan. Yep. Uh, we went to one where you had to climb a ladder uh, hand over hand to get up there. And for me, that was a bit of a challenge when I was getting to the top just because of the heights thing. Uh, and then we went to the Tybee Island Lighthouse where it was steps all the way up and around. And they had the uh, handrails and all of that. So it was easier to climb to the top. Uh, yeah. But once we got up there, it was pretty windy. I loved seeing the view. It was an amazing view. It was stunning. But I definitely stuck to the side. (laughs) (laughs) We had some great restaurants around there also. A lot of good food. I mean, and of course, Fort Pulaski National Monument, we did on the same trip out to Tybee Island. So, oh my gosh, I could talk forever on Savannah. For sure. We definitely are going to be going back there So how did we find all of the fun places that we took in during our stay in Savannah? Well, we found a lot of them through the tour pass, and we've talked about that in this episode. And again, we highly recommend that. Uh, But we'll talk more about how we find places to visit and things to see and do in our episode in a couple of weeks when we talk about planning our travels. But next week, we'll focus on a challenge that we had when we arrived in Savannah in Skidaway Island State Park. And why size really does matter when it comes to the RVing lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. That's why we're small, and we'll bring that up next week. (laughs) So make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening on. Or uh, join our newsletter so that you'll be notified when we put out the next episode. And we'll talk to you then. Thanks for joining us, y'all. For more on what we talked about this week and to find other episodes, visit the podcast page of rvtexasyall.com. Subscribe to the RV Texas Y'all podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to join us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RV Texas Y'all. Until next time, safe travels. And happy camping. Bye. Bye.